0: Hello, our lovely listeners, and welcome back to this week's Horror Motel. Oh my God, I blanked on the title. Is that a good sign, bunny? Uh, wow. Wow. But <laughs> well, it's fine, darling. Uh, we I are mean, delighted I'm to have you here in today's. I'm drinking remember, now. So um, I can barely uh, remember name my
1: name, face. darling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, What?
0: <laughs> We're so glad you're here. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I am joined always by my fabulously fantastic, charming, beautiful. I mean, what else, what other adjectives can I give you? Uh, I think um, the correct term is icon, but you know. <laughs> icon! Icon! Bunny <laughs> icon- galore!
1: Oh, thank you, darling. Icon adjacent, because I'm here with Alison June Smith! Yay! Hey! Oh, how amazing, <sighs> darling. Well, how are you, my yeah. angel? You've been all over the country in the last few weeks, haven't you? So you must be exhausted. <sighs>
0: I am a little tired today, which is why I'm blanking. I think on words, so which is great for a podcast when you can't remember words. So bear with me, everyone. I am I am very sorry, um, but yeah, no, I've been I've been great. I've been good. Um, I was in Glasgow a little while ago Ooh. with our fabulous producer Nathan. Oh, uh, so yes. we got to spend some time together, and we ate um, a lot of delicious
1: food. Did you? Where did you go in in Glasgow? We went what, where...
0: to the Duke's Umbrella was the name Ooh. of the restaurant. Shout out to the Duke's Umbrella. Duke's umbrella. Uh,
1: is it a restaurant yeah, or is it a pub? Yeah. Is it a bar?
0: It's a restaurant. You mm-hmm. can also get fantastic drinks though there as well mm. as I saw. Um, Nathan had some gorgeous Bloody Marys, which were fantastic. Mm. We did go midday, so <laughs> well, we went midday as, as eating. as Nathan calls it, I think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and it was, uh, it was tremendous. Um, I'm trying to think about the favorite things that I have. Oh, i would go on about olives for a minute. Holy shit, we had do the you most like delicious olives? olives.
1: I I'm, I'm I not. I don't like olive. olives. I'm not a fan. What it, I think it's a bit too bitter and sharp for me. But do you like? Do you like yep. them? <laughs> I like things bitter. I like things sharp. So that's yes, why you love I was me. into them. Yeah, that's exactly it. Bitter
0: and sharp. Uh, that's that's your street name. Uh, it, it was. Uh... That's my nickname in prison. <laughs> but no, they were lovely. They were. They were. Um, they were in a. They were in a brine that had some paprika in it, of all things. And that it just. Oh. I don't. They it blew my mind. Is oh, there a little bit mm. of sugar or salt in there as well? It was, they were so good. I can't believe that okay. olives are what stood out in my mind the most. But yeah, yeah. little olives. It was delicious. It was delicious. No, I've so like olives.
1: No, I don't. Yeah. It's funny. I, you've just reminded me. At the weekend, I I was a friend's uh, well, I'm friends with the birthday girl. Uh, uh Lucy was turning twenty one. It was the daughter of a of a, of a comedian friend and uh they were amazing pizza before we we played crazy golf you know those so it's so weird isn't it that the it's so shoreditch that you have these places like that have like crazy golf or not i suppose it's finally other things to do apart from bowling so you'll have like an arcade of old machines you know like space invaders or you'd have this crazy golf or you'd have what well, the other things they do but it's this kitschy stuff I had to explain to one of my friends and he's from Darlington, so I don't think they have electricity there, so they probably don't do these things. But um <laughs> Shout out to the
0: Northeast. Thanks, guys. Hi <laughs> guys, not playing Darlington anytime soon.
1: Um, um <laughs> uh, well his house doesn't have any. But um so he didn't really understand why we were do what was crazy golf, and I was a bit like, well to be fair. I haven't played crazy golf since about 1978 in Cornwall on holiday as a child, which I loved doing it back then. But I was yeah, a bit like, yeah. "Am I really going to do this on uh, on a Sunday afternoon?" In by Cir- this one was by Oxford Circus, but it's very short. it's she vibes, but as soon as I heard the word crazy golf and Cocktails, I was like, oh, there we go. But they had great food as well. There we go. Co- yeah. Why I came on about this is because they had amazing, huge pizza. At the size, you know, size of my sort of head. It was massive pizza slices and uh, nachos, and then these olives, which were the size of my fist. They were huge. And but I was a bit like, olives? Uh, uh, no, uh, I, I don't. I really don't like them. I don't know why. There's only a few things I don't eat. Um, olives. <laughs> um, <laughs> Green beans, Brussels sprouts. Oh, I guess think
0: of some I know you don't eat. Go know, on, go Tory, on. Tories, Tories.
1: <laughs> 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 well, maybe just the one. Maybe just the special one. Just the. One. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then I realised I didn't have a taste for it, so yeah. I was off. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, talking of food, darling, it's uh, it's Pancake Tuesday today, and I so I was going to ask, do you like pancakes? Of course, I like pancakes. Okay. Of course, I like pancakes. So, me too. I love, too. I love yeah. a pancake. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make some later on. But what is your topping? I am a little bit beige of mine, but I was going to ask you, what do you like on your pancakes?
0: Right. So, I, I find it very interesting that in this country, see, I didn't even know what pancake day was until I came here. I didn't realize there was. Um. It's, oh, a it's Shrove Tuesday. Shrove Tuesday. Yes, Shrove it, Tuesday. That's yeah. hard
1: to say. Uh, it's because you're supposed Shrove to use up, for, uh, use up everything in the larder before you go into fasting before Easter, I think. It's the 40 days of okay. fasting before Easter. Um, giving uh, Lent. Giving up stuff up for Lent. As Which, you might tell. Oh, we will not, definitely <laughs> be doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah, all, all. Do you know
0: what I'm giving up for Lent? Lent. What? I'm lent. done. Yay. There, I did it, everyone. Boom. Um, I've, I don't think I've yeah. ever
1: given anything up for Lent. Um, so, But I love I think it's a very sweet tradition. But um, So that's why you okay, make. Okay, so that's what
0: it is. So in theory, you're supposed to be able to put whatever you want into a yes. pancake and just like eat what you got.
1: Okay. But I guess it was like using up the flour and stuff like that. But it makes you think, what were you supposed to eat for wow. the next 40 days? I don't know. Uh, but anyway, that's what. I yeah. think pancakes. Yeah. I've probably got that completely wrong, but that's, that in my mind, that's the truth. That, if, all anyone, that if anyone knows. But... <laughs> yes, let, let me know. We, let me we've know created in, the, our... in the messages. Um, so what was your favorite topic?
0: So I, I would say I go sweet. So because I am a Canadian, I mean,
1: mm-hmm. maple
0: syrup is what I'm going to put on my pancakes, Ooh. to be honest with yeah, you. A maple syrup, a classic. Maple syrup is traditionally what I put on my pancake. Um, in fact, I think most North America, Canada, it would be like syrups, a maple mm. syrup of some sort. Yeah, syrups would be our thing. Yeah. What you about know, you? I don't tell think me, I ever the had the wild things they put on pancakes. <laughs> my here. Well,
1: yeah, no, they do do a lot of crazy things. I don't think I ever had maple syrup on pancakes, at all, and, until well, I was that's... in Vegas a few years ago. I did it, yeah, because it I was in a diner. I guess you don't really just have yeah. it unless you specifically get it you know have to go and get it here but uh, I th- obviously things have changed I think it's because you know, the American taste of things have come over a bit but the pancakes in um, America or certainly Vegas they weren't like the flat crepey pancakes that we have here they're, they're like big <laughs> thick mothers they're, yeah, yeah they're like how can I um, I don't know how you describe it um it's more like a omelette, I guess. Like a thick omelette. It was. The, it's really... Um, yeah. So I made the mistake of going, oh, I'll have in this diner, which is quite... A, like mm-hmm. looked like the inside of the Chippendales mini-series on Netflix. You know, it's just like neon. 80s. It was hilarious. Beautifully, <laughs> yeah. hilariously done. Um, I can't remember the name of it now, but it's... Um, it might have gone since the pandemic, I think, but anyway it's a very famous one, uh, kind of on the uh, kind of opposite where the stardust used to be in by the stratosphere anyway. Uh, but I made the mistake of ordering four. They were the size of small cars um, that it was, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was impossible to get I think I ate half of one. It's just impossible. You know what? It's like, you know what yeah. like the portion things are like over there
0: because they're massive. They're like the size of your head. They're super mm, fat. They're they're a, a cake. Huge. They're a the ca- yes.
1: Oh, oh well, that's right. It's like a sponge, <laughs> isn't it? It's like a sponge. It's like a yeah. Victoria sponge. That's what it is. So yeah, yeah, as far as pancake uh, toppings go, I am a little bit beige though. I just love uh, some lemon and sugar. I'm quite happy with that really because uh, uh, you know, sweet See, and sour. That that's blows me. my
0: mind.
1: I, know, I have never
0: weird. even heard until I moved here I didn't know you put lemon and sugar on pancakes Like that has never mm. been done in North America That is, that is not yeah, yeah.
1: It is a wit. When you've said it now it's, it's made me think I'm a little bit crazy But it is, it's weird isn't it It's, it's um Maybe it's just an English thing I don't know But um, why would that be I wonder It Perhaps is It's just It's probably what we had I guess It's probably, you know What you had in the cupboard perhaps is what's caused that, but But
0: lemon is um, so what do you do? mm. So you put you you just put sugar on it and then what, you drizzle lemon? Drizzle,
1: drizzle, yeah. I roll mine up, I make Mm. it into like and then I cut it up into little things. Oh, I really want one now, I've said this. My mouth is actually (laughs) watering, Alison, at the thought of a lemon (laughs) and sugar pancake. Oh my goodness. It's just the simple I'm a very simple simple showgirl at heart.
0: (laughs) Hey. the Simples are the best, but (laughs) <laughs> but I just want all North American listeners to know that yeah, that's what they do here. They put mm. lemon and sugar yeah. on their pancakes and a variety of other things. People do savory pancakes, people do I had yes, no idea. I find Basically that North America, Canada.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't get the bacon and syrup combo. That, that mm. I find strange. Have Sweet you tried it together? Have you tried it? No, but there we go. I um I will I will get uh, I've just put my passport in to be renewed. So when I get that, I'm going to go to Canada and I'm going to have <laughs> bacon and maple syrup pancakes. I can't wait. <laughs>
0: well, I am for sure going to bring you back maple syrup then the next time I come from Canada, <sighs> so you can try maple syrup.
1: Yes. You'll love it. It's good
0: in your coffee, too. It's good in coffee.
1: Mm, So good in coffee. Oh, I can see an addiction coming on right now. (laughs) What a way to go. You're
0: welcome. (laughs) And speaking of addictions, (laughs) let's get into what is ours. Our addictions are love of horror movies. I Mm. am an addict, and uh, I am bringing the movie this week to the motel, and because uh, I, I was thinking, I was like, okay, what is a movie that is like stuck with me since I was younger? What is a horror movie that like encompasses me? What do I, what do I, and I, it dawned on me. Oh, and that's when it hit me. This week's movie that I'm bringing to the hotel, the original, Children of the Corn. <laughs> yes.
1: What a great choice. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now,
1: Addison, did now, you choose How this long be- has
0: it been since, oh, yeah.
1: Now, I, I, no, it's weird because last night I was—I only stumbled across it. Did you choose this because of the remake that's just about about to come out?
0: No, I didn't even know there was about to be a remake. Cause nor did
1: I. I watched the film a few days ago, and then randomly on YouTube, it must—I think it dropped last week—and I hadn't noticed. A remake of *Children of the Corn* is coming out in March, twenty twenty-three. I was so yeah, shocked. They can't think of anything new.
0: They can't think so, of anything new so they just keep remaking my my babies again and again. Yeah.
1: Wow, okay. Yeah. It was so strange. Timing I think it, is impeccable. I I had I'm glad you said that because I had not heard anything about this remake. So obviously the algorithm because I probably looked up the trailer on uh, the original trailer on YouTube it popped up with a new one when it when it um, when I looked it up the other day. Weird, weird that it's coming out. Um, it looks really fun, the new one. Uh, it's a female child lead um and it certainly looks a lot more uh, a lot more well we'll get into it a lot more to do with the the adults being killed, which we don't really see in the in the original. That's kind of happens yeah. off screen, doesn't yeah. it? This seems to be, as yeah. far as the trailer goes, a lot more of the, that death of various people, which looks very fun. The, yeah. <laughs> I have to say, I was like, oh, you've actually sold me on this. But I don't know if it helped because I literally had watched the original a few days beforehand. And also, I have to confess, I thought I had seen Children of the Corn. I don't think I ever had. <gasps> I'm i mystified. <gasps> Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so in a lovely way, this was the first time I was watching it. I think because it was one of the, you know, the cover with the, re, this there's the red cover, isn't it? With the, well, the, the, this, the scythe yep. in the hand artwork. Yeah. I remember that cover. I probably had seen the trailer. Now there's a lot of movies out there where I've seen the trailer, I've not watched the film, and over the years I will eventually see things and I go, well, I thought I saw this, but then I, oh no, I must have just seen the trailer because sometimes, particularly lately, perhaps pre-pandemic. Uh, the trailers would come out so far in advance of the movies that you kind by the time the movie comes out, you kind of forgotten that you have or hadn't seen it, depending if you're watching probably American yeah. release trailers um, rather than the UK. Uh, so yeah, I was convinced I'd seen this. Maybe I have, and I've just forgotten about it because it's obviously 1984, isn't it? Uh, but I, <laughs> it was great because I was coming to it for the first time, and I loved it. So tell me why you love. It, I was
0: going to say so. Okay, so I love it now. I'm interested. I'm so glad that you loved it. I'm so glad. Mm. And what do you think? Do you think as a person, let's say first time watching it, aside mm. from a very horrible attempt at CGI back in 1984, at the end of the movie that we wanted, even... it's yes. so horrible. Yes. But the rest of the movie, what do you think? I think it stands the test of times.
1: Yeah, it's very timeless. I think, um, so it's based on Stephen King's short story, isn't it? I think you can yes. tell that there's padding going on in the middle section uh so you've got like the you've got i would say in, in the, it probably comes down into three acts and i think the middle act is a little bit treading water because once they get to the village village would you call it a village town um yeah town yeah abandoned town um they're they're looking around and it's a bit like in real time. <laughs> it's a little bit like, okay. Yeah. And okay. you're like, all oh, right, come on now. Yeah. Now you're still yeah. looking. And you've been a few to the general scares. story. You've been to the, yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. was the new, yeah. that was the new drawback where I went, mm, It's it, not, it wasn't dragging. It wasn't boring. But I was, yeah, okay. Nothing's really happened for a while. Uh, but it's nicely yeah. done. And, you know, um, the cast are great. So it was, I was enjoying it. But, and then suddenly it seems to kick in once they get to the church. And I was like, oh, here we go. And then it's kind of, so I feel yeah. like that middle section is, padding but apart from that and also I really I don't know if it just caught me off guard there was one jump scare at the beginning where the little boy's under the uh, tarpaulin and sits up in a it turns out to be a dream sequence he just does a sit up jump scare I jumped up my skin Which is quite hard to scare me, really. And I was just, maybe it just caught me off guard. Maybe I wasn't paying attention to look back at the TV just as he did it. Um, So I was like, oh, uh, that was, I was quite impressed going, wow, that's a really, and it's a very silly throwaway, you know, complete fake, fake out jump scare. But, um, because he wasn't a zombie, uh, it's just a dream sequence. So I I loved it. Yeah, it was really good. Um, So Linda Hamilton, I had, I don't think, apart from who. It's a bit, again, Brad and Janet, again, isn't it? Uh, turning up in the car. Yeah. Um, which I know we seem to be having... <laughs> I seem to do have a, quite a few movies that start with a Brad and janet s character, a boy and a girl starting in a car. Um, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen Linda Hamilton in anything else, pre-Terminator, anyway. Terminator, so I was yeah. A bit, the, and this yeah, is what's
0: I, interesting, is that when we see it, I'm like, okay, this is one of her early vehicles. Her name is Vicky. So essentially, the whole movie, if you have not seen it, is... Uh, There is a small town. Uh, It is obviously in a very religious uh, area of the States. Uh, We can see that there is, you know, very Jesus-y gospel, um, you know, kind of vibes. And so the movie starts out, basically, the child narrates what goes on. And what I love about this movie is it jumps pretty quick into exactly what's happening. So it's like... The child's like, oh, it was a it was a Sunday, and my sister stayed at home with mom. And what happens is, basically, the kids in the town um, they begin to worship, I guess, a prophet called He Who Walks Behind the Rose. They are led by um, uh, Isaac, who is like the becomes the preacher of them. And the kids decide that the parents are evil, all the adults are evil, and so uh, the opening scene is the children uh, killing the adults killing all of the adults but what I love is it'll be interesting to see on this one that they like you said they go into details of like the gore and the graphically killing what I loved about this was you don't really see it it's more just like like there's some like blood Mm. splatter and it's you know but it's a bit more PG-13 in regards Mm. to like the actual killing you see like knives in the air then you see the splatter of blood then but oh they poison a whole bunch of the adults in the cafe with the coffee that's Mm. how they get a lot of them so, it, boom, we're in. Like It's like introduction to these kids. I also loved that they used, so the the sister of of one of the little boys, the two main characters, the little boy, little girl, who are kind of not really a part of this culty kind of vibe, um, mm. she she sees, she has the gift of sight, so she tends to draw the cartoons showing what's going to happen, what is yes. happening, and I loved that they used that to kind of give us the background. Like, here's, mm. you know, the kids at a... It's quite a creepy, worshiping. isn't it? because she's
1: yeah yes she's she's drawing it's a, it's a child's drawing dr- yeah of, of what's happened and you see like the policeman on a yeah. cru- crucifix of corn and uh, various what's happened to other people and it's quite it's really creepy through the for the paintings uh, all yeah. kind of crayons isn't it I think probably crayon drawings yeah uh, I don't uh, he loves a child with with second sight, doesn't he, Stephen King? It, it's very like The Shining. Mm-hmm. I don't remember because it's my first time watching them ever explaining why she <laughs> she does this, um, unless I missed a bit, perhaps. But uh, uh, but she no. just seems to have this no, ability. She just has it. They, there is a line which intrigued me, which was they. they I think the little boy says that, uh, uh, is it? Uh, oh, I forgot the name of the cat. Isaiah, the um, the main. Um,
0: yes. Isaac, sorry, Isaiah, Isaac, Isaac, Isaac,
1: Isaac. Isaac. yeah, yeah. The main preacher child. Um, He says, he's been letting us off, so now, because we were with him when he, meaning, I guess, the demon or the creature, whatever it is, or alien. He who walks behind the
0: rose, which is the label of the demon, yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, they were all together, they were with him, Isaac, when he, when this creature, whatever it was, comes to, to sort of find him. So... It, because he, they were on first contact, as it were, I guess. But then I didn't think they mention anything else about it, so I just, it's a bit of a throwaway line. But I thought it was an interesting line that makes you go, "Oh, that's uh, that's." Uh, I thought maybe we we're going to see that we don't, but <laughs> but um, yeah. it was uh, it, it gave it was like oh that paints a lovely little picture of what what probably happened. I thought Isaac was very interesting as well because he looks like a forty-five-year-old playing like ten. I don't know how old he was, but he's... Um, See,
0: now, did you I, think that? Did you think that? Because I always thought, I was like, oh, okay, but his actual age, in my interesting facts, mm. he was 24 years old when he yeah. played the role of this 12-year-old child. Mm. And it's interesting. he though, obviously... Yeah, such a yeah. great Cause he he's a very too. intense character and he does a mm. great job but the whole time mm. I was like okay he's obviously older than 12 but to think he's 24 he does not look 24 yeah, as well yeah I did so not I think like, he was 24 oh, yeah, I think
1: maybe he was like maybe 17, 18 or something and he's just a bit short yeah but, um, but uh, 24 yeah, he's, years old yeah, yeah it looks really because it gives him quite a sallow kind of when you put him next, if you put him next to adults, he probably looked like a child, and they probably made him up to look a bit rough as well, like he's got greased yeah. hair. And they probably ate. They probably like darkened him under the eyes and things, rather than. Made him look sort of younger and prettier type of thing. So if you if you put him next to adults, he probably looked quite young. Put him next to actual children, he, there's some, you, there's just something off about it, but in a really interesting way, it makes yeah. you go, that looks really strange. Why does it look? Why does this look strange? um And that's why yeah. I think. But yeah, great though. I thought he was wonderful. I mean, he is. It's quite a grandiose performance, but you kind of need it. You need that kind of Bible belt uh, overzealous. Preacher vibe, don't you? And he's yeah. probably copying the original preach that was in the village, I guess. But, uh, yes, there doesn't, I mean, and then there was not also that so many children, but there's only a, yeah, there's only about what, 20, like 30,
0: 40. Yeah, if, that, yeah, we see, kind of... you know, Ren. But the main kids, the main kids, are I mean, there's maybe a handful that we really get to know, like five or six. So there's uh, Isaac, cha- uh, played by John Franklin, and then was the character Malachi. So he is kind of Isaac's right-hand man. He's mm. kind of like the, the enforcer is what he is. He's the yes. tough guy who goes around and makes everyone do anything. But his name is Courtney Gaines, and Courtney Gaines actually... I had it written down, but he was in a series. He actually, this was the start mm. of a very big movie career for him. And he was in a series of other things. Oh, I can't believe I didn't write it down. I'm going to look it up in a minute here. Courtney Gaines. Yes. Um, he does. He funny he was, I, it seems so
1: familiar, but he's got quite long 70s yes. hair in this, hasn't he? And I was thinking, I don't remember him with long hair, I don't think. But I couldn't place where I'd seen him. Um oh you've but, seen
0: him in other things because where is yeah. it The IM, here's his IMDB I mean we've got um, oh, this, this makes great for great radio that I'm looking it up right now I had it at one <laughs> point oh oh, here we go Children of the Corn right. Back to the Future he was I was going to say was, the was, like back, to was yeah. back to the Future yeah Back to the Future Can't Buy Me Love uh, I don't know if you remember the movie um, Colors yeah. Iced Tea Colors. Yes, yes, Colors yes, Colors yeah and then also know. The Burbs uh, which is, oh, is you know classic he was in the burbs yeah um, so I mean he had quite a movie career but this was his first one and I loved him so much just because he was such a, a creepy yeah. look this country in the UK they love to make fun of a ginger this is like the epitome of a ginger yeah. you can make fun of right he was yes. as red haired as oh, I love as you a ginger get, as he, well
1: I love ginger I love a ginger is, myself. but it's yeah it's, I don't know it, uh, is, isn't it the um, is it the Vikings? is it Vikings um it's uh, I think it dates back from that. I think it's just this sort of phobia against like uh, of of that. Absolutely. Um, but but yes, we we do take the making out of it. do does that happen in America or Canada? As much as it does. Oh, no,
0: not it? really. We don't really make fun of redheads. So it's weird. it's a thing here.
1: Yeah. It's a continual conquer and divide. Divide yeah. the redheads. <laughs> yeah, it is. I think it is. It's so strange, yeah. isn't it? I don't know why. It's so silly. I love ginger hair, I think it's amazing
0: to all of our Natchez, as I call them, Natural Red Hats, all the Natchez out there. We love you. Um, uh, listen to our yes. podcast. So uh, so that's the thing. So they these children, they kill the adults. And then, of course, we have the Outer Towners. So Linda Hamilton, Vicky, and her boyfriend, whose name has jumped me real quick. It'll come back to me. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, me um, oh God. What was his name? He, anyway. His her, character met-
1: is quite grating, I think. I think, But it's quite, in, I guess, oh. intentionally. Uh, but it to is me, he's like... the
0: epitomes of an 80s character man mm. because he's always like, she'll have an idea and he'll be like, not now. And then he'll say the exact yeah. idea that she came up with. And you're like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a doctor. <laughs> he's got a PhD. He's like, <laughs> you know, he knows everything, even though he really knows nothing. Uh, and so and she's always kind of like making digs at him about not being married. So there's that whole thing. And then they roll mm. into this small town because. They hit a child. So a child is trying to escape from this madness. Malachi finds him in the cornfields, cuts his throat, throws him in front of a car. The car happens to be this couple's. Uh, they hit this child. Then they're like, oh, my God, we need to go find help. Well, So they end up going to the small town where all the adults have been murdered and begin to become a part of the chaos and, and the excitement and all that is. Um,
1: and I thought Did this they
0: was put a the... really interesting.
1: Yeah. Did they put the child in the back of the car now I think about it? Yeah, they did. They uh, they put. But
0: I believe they, never they put a the body him out, in the. Did
1: they? I've just no, realized that.
0: Well, they look, they get out. chased around by monster children trying to kill them. It takes a lot yes. to like you know remember. But yes, that child remains
1: just... in the boot of the car I'm for the, the rest car. of the
0: story. <laughs> I, <only laughs> just realized.
1: I think we see the car at the end covered in corn, don't we? So maybe someone, so maybe the kids took him out. But um, yes, yeah, yeah, they... in the boot. Oh my God. They just left him there,
0: they were like, "Let's put him yeah, in there like a like a hit deer, and uh figure yes, out so so, so they come in deer. now <laughs> like a hit deer, <laughs> throw that deer in there, and let's drive off uh." so that is essentially like the gist of the story and then they you know help the children and they beat he who walks behind the rose. yada 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 obviously they fall in love well they're in love but then they really u- unite as a couple so a couple must go through a transition through all horror movies so in the beginning they're like yes they're in love but are they gonna get married are they a real partnership we don't know by the end of this yeah we they're gonna be together I mean you can't go through a child murdering massacre and not bond forever um, so that, that essentially is what goes on but what's interesting about this Stephen King story uh, as I looked in some details, the original—it was a short. So it was a short story that was written by Stephen King, and it was first published in 1977, I believe, and it was in Penthouse
1: magazine,
0: uh, and it oh, was called, okay. uh, yeah. It was first that established in Penthouse. and famous for stories. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, Stephen King's been writing. Anyone that would publish his works, he's like, here's another story. Here's yeah. another story. Here's a-. So it was first in Penthouse. Then he retook the story and rewrote it um, and put it into his uh, cl- first book of short stories. Um, Night Shift, I believe it was called, the book. Mm, and so that's yes, where the real children of the corn started to get kind of like made uh, and before the movie most people it was kind of it was a it was a short film so they actually made it into a short film that's, well first called Dis- disciples of the crow so this story has been around and it got like shifted a lot and rewritten and altered. And then Stephen King, finally they made the movie. Um, but was interesting in the original trailer, they misspelt Stephen King's name and spelt his name S-T-E-V-E-N instead of P-H. So they spelt it Stephen. Yeah. Uh, and I love this movie particularly too because this is an example to me of why horror movies are so important. This is where a lot of people get their first starts. So... Linda Mm -hmm. Hamilton. Who was she? Nobody. This was her first Mm film. Um, You know, a lot of movie directors, writers, actors, they all get it in horror movies. That's that's where they start. So to me, this is another good example of like, okay, look at the, the people that came out of this. Look at what came out of this. So, uh, I loved it. At the end, there was supposed to be a larger scene where Malachi and um, Isaac battle it out. But due to budgeting, uh, they just kind of skipped that and it was like, at the very end, remember when Isaac comes back and he's like, he wants you too, oh, Malachi. Yes. Yes. Yeah,
1: yes. He yeah. comes back as they were this, like, to have a possessed- big. Battle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, see.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. So he took Malachi with him, and he was supposed to be a lot more grotesque. And in fact, the original makeup they had on Isaac when he comes back, once, because the children turn on Isaac, because Malachi's like, he's doing nothing. These adults are taking over. So they then put Isaac up where the um, cop had been they put him up as like a sacrifice to he who walks behind the rose he who walks behind the rose obviously possesses Isaac God it's a it sounds ridiculous when I try to summarize the story Uh, and then there's a big battle scene but there there wasn't supposed to there was supposed to be a larger battle scene but but then they they Ah, ran out of funding such as
1: that yeah because he he literally does that kind of grabs uh, the zombified Isaac grabs Malachi by the throat and kind of goes threatens him and that's yeah. about it then it kind of escalates quite quickly from that and maybe I mean I don't think you really need a lot more but it was a bit like oh why did you bring him back just to do that that makes more sense just now, to obviously. do that yeah
0: it was supposed to I be more but then they just like
1: I was quite impressed by the fact that I I didn't see it coming that I I, I thought that I knew it was called Children of the Corn I knew it was about children that killed the parents uh, a bit like uh, the uh, uh, Village of the Damned um is that the right? Oh, title: yeah. the, the Children, All oh, Children, of the, day, the the Blonde-haired Children One, the Aliens. Um, I what I didn't was I wasn't expecting the, the 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 creature the the force that lives in the corn. I was not expecting that. I didn't realise it had yeah. a supernatural or maybe alien or I, I guess it's more more demonic. I think. Um, yeah. it kind of has alien vibes I think perhaps because it's outside perhaps it feels alien because it's a cornfield because um, yeah. you think of crop circles and stuff like that but um, it, I think it's demon It's it kind of reminds me of there's a British movie called Blood on Satan's Claw Lyndall Hamilton Wendy, Wendy Padbury uh, one of the Doctor Who girls and Lyndall uh, um uh, Linda did loads of movies uh, around that time but she in fact I do homage, there's a homage uh, photo shoot I did of Linda in that movie uh, and it's a, it's like the British version of that but it's set in uh, like the 1600s and, and what's it's it called again I'm sorry what's the name of it Blood on Satan's Claw so I th- uh, is it okay. a Tygon? it's a Tigon movie so you had uh, you have Hammer Horror you have Amicus Studios yeah. and you had Tigon. T-I-G-N I think it's it is and, um, but that's probably their big one it's quite a disturbing film because there's a horrible when, there's a horrible rape okay. scene in it um, not that Ooh. you see anything but it's like just, it's just unsettling so they uh, while a farmer digs up uh, what looks like um, flesh in a field um, I think it's an eye it was a part of a face I can't remember what it is now I can't remember if it's a hand or a face um, and it's Satan trying to grow his corporeal body on the on the children of the village um so you know oh. they, will, they will have like a hairy patch where you know so I think eventually they'll be all cut off and made into this body Linda bless her heart has these big eyebrows <laughs> that's hers <laughs> she, she's got these big fuzzy eyebrows but it's um it's it's kind of wicker man and kind of that I think it's probably early 70s I think I think it's got a feeling it's about 72 but it's very not that this is a rip-off of, of Lord and Satan's claw at all, but it's it's that kind of pagany uh children, adolescents uh being uh, led astray by the devil type of thing. Yes. So it's a it's yes. a similar vibe, I guess. I don't think you have you don't it's more but it's more to do with the village. You don't have the strangers come into the village to discover it you're just discovering it through the people in the village uh it's fun film uh it sounds, it sounds horrible doesn't it, it is. <laughs> um it, it really is it's a great it's a great movie but it's, it's very it's 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 quite surreal um very british horror very british in that 70s way of british horror um so it, but it reminded me of a lot of uh, children of the corn it's certainly that adolescent sort of uh uh, I, I would have loved to seen this when I was a teenager or a young teenager and see what my what I thought of it I guess I was about 13 yeah. when it came out I would have been interested if I had seen it back then I don't think I probably would have had chance until the later I don't think I have feeling this didn't come out in the UK on VHS until like quite the late 80s I don't think I remember seeing the cover certainly in the, in the video store yeah,
0: um, yeah.
1: so did, when did you first see it Alison?
0: So I would have been, God, probably around, like, when I started to watch these, I was probably about 12, 13. Yeah, so it was probably about, wow. I was about that okay. age when I first saw it. Because so, uh, I used cause just I want... to just go into horror movie sections, and yeah.
1: Yes, Oh no. Same. well, same, but I mean, I was probably about 15, 16 at that point. But I'm just wondering, if it, did it speak to you, you know, in that thing of the children in control? Did it ever speak to you in that way?
0: You know, I I bet you I think maybe a little bit I did because the whole concept of like no adults around very exciting cuz adults drive you mm. crazy but then when you see look at that age oh, it goes age, Lord of the it, Flies about, very
1: quickly, doesn't it? Yeah. It does, yes,
0: it, that's exact just, clicks and what click are you going to yeah. belong into and it's mm. one thing, you know, when you're bullied at that age, it's another thing if the bulliers run the whole bloody town mm. like so it it yeah. was interesting also because my mother is pretty religious. She's a little Jesus-y. So I grew up uh, with a lot of religion um, okay. surrounding me. My father, not my mom, yes. And so when I saw like, and I thought it was interesting because I could imagine Stephen King coming up with this idea as he's driving through... Like, I could just imagine Mm. him driving through some small, like, you know, Nebraska or some place in the state and hearing all the preachers on the radio, like, God shall condemn. And I literally was like, and that's probably the moment where he came up with this whole storyline. Because at that time, there was very fundamental Christian, um, you know, it was like Tammy Faye Baker, uh, 100 (laughs) Huntley Street. It was a lot of like, you know, it was a lot of, yeah, on TV, preachery. yeah, love
1: Tammy Faye. Well, forever. I mean, I mean, is it much different now? Not to not as well, such no. a stranglehold, but I don't think it's that much different now. Which is why they're probably doing the remake, isn't it? I but I, I agree. I think that's one of the most important parts, and it's weird. Obviously, I am not religious. Funny. <laughs> Spoiler, uh, but um, <laughs> but in my horror movies. I actually like that era where religion is still quite a feature because it makes the darker forces so much more contrary. So Rosemary's Baby, uh, The Omen, yes, uh, all those films where it suddenly becomes it's a The Exorcist, it's a battle between good and evil, but because it's the uh, it it's so um, repugnant to be uh, the, the 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 dark forces against religion, it seems. It, 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 the contrast is so much more starker. Not that I ever particularly yeah. was thinking, "Oh, that's you know that's real." But I think if you if you're going to believe in good, you, you have to believe in evil. Um, so I think all that era, the se- late sixties into the seventies, I think it's it's so more vibrant. This is obviously eighty four, so this is kind of coming out of that, really. So it's funny, isn't yeah. it? Because you wouldn't think that would. It feels more like a seventies movie, but it's eighty four. Yeah. So, but that's probably I never realized the short story came out in seventy seven. Did you say? That kind of makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's funny, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. And, and the whole,
0: but at that time too, yeah. it was the whole challenging of religion. That's what I liked about mm. this movie too. Is is mm. like the idea of like, what if beliefs and and what we buy into goes too far? And and I thought that was interesting because children are so. You know, open to... And that's what I loved about mm-hmm. the idea of... Because it's actually the tagline, and a child shall lead them, comes from Isaiah six, 11, six in the Old Testament, which reads, what is the whole thing? And a wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall, shall lay down with the kid, and the calf and the young lion and the fat king lion together, and a child shall lead them all. So it was the idea of, like, the innocence of a child will lead them all. But I just wow. love the fact that the innocence of children you could manipulate them to do anything like they killed a town and I I actually that's what makes it so scary anything to do with kids because look kids can be creepy can't they kids are creepy as they are and let alone throw in some religious aspects in there and if they're raised in a religious aspect I just thought you know yeah it's a made up story but I mean you know I don't know. Like, there could be an element of realism. Like, you could get a little call to kids led by another kid that are like, eh, Jesus tells us to do this. And if you're raised in a very, you know, religious background, I just, I found oh, it. Oh,
1: totally. I, I, I well, believe I think it I thought it was be... a true story. I think not before I realized yeah. the supernatural elements to it. When I, back in the day, I thought that was based on some weird truth that some children had killed adults. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe it was just like a little urban myth that was going around at school, perhaps about the movie, but. Uh, but- but i did i thought i always thought it was kind of based on true events um it's and it's a very different film than i was expecting i actually really loved it and i'm really pleased i saw it because it means i can watch the the new version now i i i watched the trailer for the sequel i thought that was a lot of fun too that's yeah. quite that looks really fun uh, maybe i will watch that. i think i'm not sure there's another version in between there's probably a tv movie somewhere there isn't oh
0: there? well let me tell uh, you this let's talk sequels for a second uh <laughs> yes, this please. actually has <clears throat> this has a there are—is it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven? There are twelve children of the corn films.
1: Twelve, there's, wow!
0: There's twelve of them. Twelve. They, they, it was a—they kept going. It's one of the—the the only oh chain gosh. or the—the the only horror. Um, because so, so there was a little discrepancy. Because yeah. then, so then I started to go. Well, is this one of the longest? Like, because that's a lot. 12 is a lot. Mm. Children of the Corns. There's a lot of Children of the Corns out there. Uh, Halloween apparently has 12, 13 if you count the remake. And the only other chain, like, horror franchise that had this many Puppet Master. I don't know if you remember yes. the horror movie. Yeah, movies. I do
1: remember. I didn't realize it's that many puppet masters. I remember there's a few, but. 12
0: um, puppet masters as well. 12, 12 puppet masters. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I did people not are know that.
0: blown away. People are blown away because wow. nobody really thought Children of the Corn, upon its release, it didn't get that much, you know, like it was fine. No. It did okay. Mm. So people are blown away as to why it had such a long. Life of all these movies, but yeah, there's. a uh, there's
1: i think like it kind of, of everywhere. Yeah, in the zeitgeist of things, I think it does stick in people's mind because it's oh, it's the children killers. They they don't they have, doesn't the advert say like that the adult the adults nightmare um, as a tagline, yeah. or the the nightmare of adults is is this uh, that children would kill, um, which is why I find it strange you don't see that much killing. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, well, no, so, you really
0: don't.
1: Apart from that first sort of montage, you don't really see very much, but probably it's you know to do yeah. with ratings and of the movie, and also um what they were allowed to do at the time, I guess. So it'd be interesting to see what they do with the sequel, uh, not sequel, the uh reboot, I guess they'd call it. But yes, yeah, so I did not realize there was 12. My god, that's
0: amazing. 12. <laughs> that's a lifetime so, of children of the corns, everyone, if you really want to get yeah, into that's it. A, that's yeah, a lot of yeah. corn.
1: So, Alison. Yeah, uh, our tradition in the horror motel is to put the movie into uh, in one of the rooms or some area of the horror motel. Where do you yeah. think we should put Children of the Corn?
0: Well, I want to know what you think because I brought this one to the table. So, where would you put Children of the Corn? Where would you where would I put children of the check I think it, think it into? needs. Uh, well, what I room think it in needs.
1: To, I think it needs to be outside because it's such an outside movie. <laughs> Uh, I agree. I, need, I, agree. I, I think you know uh, by there's a little patio next to the shed where we put put the um, the scent in, uh, and by the, yep. the empty swimming pool, uh, there's a barbecue. <laughs> I think I think it should go. <laughs> next to the barbecue because it's outside you know when we're having a little drink, or sort of mm-hmm. cocktails out there it's you know there's a little bit the, but we haven't got corn we've got like kind of overgrown weeds around the barbecue but i think outside yeah, right. in the gardeny bit i think is possibly where it should go
0: i love it i think that's fantastic i think that's an excellent place to put it let's not put it in the motel i don't i i like our motel to be as child-free as is possible so yeah i like the idea of the children being outside <laughs> Uh, I love that it's out in our overgrown area beside Great. the barbecue because uh, the weeds are so big that they do look like a cornfield, uh, yes. and I think that is an excellent place to put that that the film is uh, is outside by the barbecue. I, I couldn't agree more with you. Uh, I absolutely I love that I love that designation.
1: In, we might we might plant it and we might come out tomorrow and there'll be a whole field of corn <laughs> waiting up there, whispering. Whispering in the darkness, uh, definitely. Oh, I can't. <laughs> Brilliant. But I really love the movie. I think it was fabulous. Uh, so uh, next week is my turn, Alison, to bring a movie to the Horror Motel. I, I did tease it last week. Uh, if you, if you, gentle listeners, if you were listening to Dracula, our Valentine special, but uh, it, she's four foot tall. She's made of plastic. She's fantastic. Next week we are covering Mega.